Anyone know what that is? That's music to my ears. That's another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify makes it simple to sell to anyone from anywhere. Whether you're selling shirts or sandals, start selling with Shopify and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. With Shopify, you'll customize your online store to your brand, discover new customers, and build relationships that will keep them coming back. Shopify covers all the sales channels to successfully grow your business, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform, even across social media platforms like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And thanks to 24-7 support and free on-demand business courses, Shopify is here to help you succeed every step of the way. It's how every minute, new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. And you can do it too. I love how Shopify makes it simple for anyone to sell their products anywhere. Whether they're eBooks or earrings, Shopify simplifies starting and running your own successful business. When you're ready to take your idea to the world, do it with Shopify, the commerce platform powering millions of businesses down the street and around the globe. Now it's your turn to try Shopify for free and start selling anywhere. So sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite. Go to shopify.com slash c-suite, all lowercase on c-suite, to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash c-suite. Are you a woman who's ready to excel in her career and her life? Are you ready to be a professional saleswoman by using your inherent qualities? Are you a woman who wants to be better prepared for a leadership position? Then you're in the right place. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman. It's about women in business, work-life balance, leadership, and current events related to gender communications. Be prepared to be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman is your connection to women nationally, internationally, and globally. So get comfy and see what the buzz is all about. Find out more at www.sellinginaskirt.com. Now, your host, Judy Hoberman, on C-Suite Radio. You know, as quickly as our calendar is moving forward, we often look back and think about what we have accomplished, what we haven't accomplished, and what we still have time to do. And some questions pop into our minds, such as, what do we want and how do we want to get there? Are we following a system or simply flying by the seat of our pants? Have we thought about how to manage any upcoming risk? Are we ready to gamble on our success? And do we have poor planning or no planning? So when we think about the answers to those questions, we realize if we don't identify our goals, we have no way to measure any of our success. And even if you are a one-woman show, you need to know where you are, where you want to be, and how are you going to get there. So let's think about this for a moment. Why is it that some of us finish mountains of work while others complain they ran out of time? The truth of the matter is that we all have the same number of hours in the day. What's the difference between those two scenarios? It's all about priorities. My priority is the concern, the interest, or the desire that comes before all others. So maybe it's time to manage ourselves and create a plan to reach our goals. I don't know about you, but I know for me, I do much better with a step-by-step plan. So here are some of the things I share with my clients to help them set and reach and blast through their goals. Did you know that almost 500 businesses are started daily and only 5 to 7% of them are taken seriously? Why? Because they have no goals. What about individuals? In a survey of over 3,000 people, 88% failed because they had no goals. So the number of those that did succeed will go up when you write your goals down and even higher when you share them publicly. Now, we've all heard about SMART goals, but just in case a refresher is needed, your goals have to be specific. 
Your goal has to be clearly defined. I want to make more money is vague, but if you say I want to make $10,000 a month, that's specific. They have to be measurable. You need to quantify your goal so you know how do you achieve it. This is where being specific helps. What tools will you use to watch yourself grow? I'm sure there's an app for that, but if not, a good old Excel spreadsheet or a pad of paper and a pen work wonders. Then they have to be attainable. So it's good to set goals that make you stretch and challenge yourself, but you set yourself up for frustration and failure if your goal is impossible to reach. If it's too easy, why even bother? It's like the three bear syndrome. Papa bear is too big, baby bear is too little, so of course, mama bear is just right. Then they have to be relevant. Your goal should fit with your ultimate plan in life. Trying to become the number one restaurant in the country is definitely a bit more challenging than being the best in your city. Make it relevant and realistic. And finally, time. You have to set a date by which your goal will be achieved. Work backwards. Many times when we have a large goal, you look at it and you have already determined that the number is way too big to reach. Stephen Covey had said, begin with the end in mind. It's the 12-4-5 system. Take the huge number and divide that number by the months you have to reach it, then take that divided by four for the number of weeks in the month, and then divide that by five by the number of days in the week. Now for me, I've gone as far as adding another step and divide that by the number of hours in the day I plan to be working. But what happens is the number you're now working with is so much smaller and easier to wrap your head around. When you exceed your smaller monthly goal, it doesn't mean you should step back off the month. It means you have a cushion to land on if needed. So now you're smart again. So what's next? What do you have to do in order to get yourself to that goal? This is where you decide what it is you're offering. If it's a product, what is it? If you're a realtor, how many homes do you need to sell? If you're an insurance agent, how many applications? You should know almost to the penny what you could do to make this happen and get it on your calendar. One of the hardest parts of reaching your goals is writing them down and then converting them to your activities to reach them. So going back to what will bring in the revenue, how are you going to get in front of people to do that? Are there networking events, speaking engagements, trainings, et cetera, that you can go to get that done? Now, of course, we have everything virtual, so it's easier to get there. But write it on your calendar as an appointment and keep those appointments without fail. And then follow through. I know this sounds funny, but you have to actually look at your calendar and follow through. Whatever you don't complete in the day, see why that happened and get it on to the next day. The reason most people don't achieve their goals is because they miss the crucial step. Follow up, follow through. And at the end of the day, the week or the month, you need to go back and look at everything that you completed. If there's still open items, go back through the steps and get it done. So it's a pretty easy system that works for many. But here's a question. What happens when you have this plan in place and it's working and you're excited and you're ready to take on the world? Well, first, celebrate. It can be going out for dinner or having a glass of wine with your friends or buying yourself something that you've had your eye on. Celebrating makes the next goal you're going to reach that much sweeter. But something else will happen. You feel like you could do anything because your life is in order or balance or harmony. Whatever the term is that you use, remember that feeling. Setting your goals, sticking to them, reaching them and crashing through, celebrating and harmony. You're in alignment. The world seems good again. It's balanced. Remember, when you're aligned, you know it. We're going to take a break to thank our sponsor, Walking on the Glass Floor. But when we come back, you'll hear from my guest who will share her thoughts about balance. This is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio, and we'll be right back. What happens after shattering the glass ceiling? You're now walking on the glass floor. Walking on the Glass Floor, Seven Essential Qualities for Women Who Lead is a timely and indispensable business guide for all women, whether you're moving out of a dorm room or moving into an executive suite. 
Introducing readers to the seven keys to success in business and life, Judy Hoberman brings her fresh voice, sales savvy, and thoughtful approach to each of the essential and most powerful leadership qualities. Written in her trademark no-nonsense glass-half-full prose, Judy's blueprint for business teaches all women how to cultivate and strengthen key skills that will serve them in both business and life uncover amazing qualities they already possess that will help them lead and succeed and harness universal leadership qualities to continue reaching their full potential. By providing authentic real-life case studies and inspiring quotes throughout, Judy fills each page with the timely advice women need right now. Walking on the glass floor is like having Judy Hoberman sitting right next to you as your business mentor, personal life coach, and best friend all at the same time. You can order your own copy of the book at walkingontheglassfloor.com. Welcome back to Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. Okay, are you ready? Because I'm so psyched about this. My guest, Connie Benjamin. Oh my goodness, I have been waiting for this day. She's the number one international best-selling author of the book, Women with Fire. She's an international speaker and podcast host. And after sharing her message from the stage, she realized women entrepreneurs who want to live their purpose through their work without losing their family or themselves needed a system to guide them in how to do that. So she developed a process called My Fire Within System to help women live their purpose, increase prosperity, and create passionate relationships. The My Fire Within System helped Connie fall in love with her husband again, replace her day job income, and find renewed love in being a stay-at-home mom with her three daughters. So, Connie, welcome to the show. I am super excited to have you here. Judy, when I hear your voice, I smile. I am so grateful to be here. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I feel the same way. So let's start the discussion of the day with setting goals and creating balance. What does that mean to you? Oh, my goodness. I love that so much. It is a loaded question, Judy. And it's such a great question because really it means to me being aware of what is most important in this life, having that mindful and having that being reflecting in my goals. And I know I've shared a little bit of my story with you. I'm passionate about this because I don't like to talk about it too much, but I I almost lost what matters most to me, which is my marriage, because I was so focused on building my business that I got so out of alignment. It really is my mission to support entrepreneurs with how do we stay connected with the people we love and live our mission through our business as well. How does that all happen? And I love that you're talking about goal setting. And I believe that that is so pivotal along with being in priority. You know, it's interesting. A thought just came to my mind as you were saying that. At one point, I remember talking about a struggle that I had because I was a single mom and I remember I wanted to be the best mom in the world. But at the same time, I wanted to be the number one salesperson. And so I knew I was totally out of whack. There was no way I was in alignment. There's no way you could do that. So when you want to do both, how do you get yourself into that position where you can still be the greatest salesperson or the greatest entrepreneur or or whatever, but you can also still be the best mom and wife? How do you even figure that out? Like, what's the first thing you need to do? Oh my gosh, I love that question so much. And by the way, Judy, I can so relate to that. I truly believe that we get a calling on our heart, you know, this mission that we feel is bigger than we can possibly accomplish. And so we feel inspired to go towards that. And yet we want to be connected with our family. We want it, like you said, we want to be the best mom we can be. We want to be connected to the people that we love. So 
I love that question. That is amazing. Let's dive in. I think to begin to answer that question, I need to ask you, anyone listening today, have you ever felt like you've had to choose between, you know, you're, you're working on a deadline, you've got this goal or dream and you're trying to go for it. And yet you feel because you're doing that, your kids are complaining that they're not spending time with you. Or have you ever felt like you've been guilty when you're with your kids because you're not working and then guilty when you're working because you're not with your kids? Or have you ever felt like you're going for this dream and you've got something so big and great to do, and yet your partner gets mad at you because you're working late hours and you feel like you just can't win? I know for me, I have felt all of those things. And so that's really why I do what I do is because I believe that there is a way to go towards our goals and stay connected with the people that we love. And not only that, Judy, but I really believe that they're actually interconnected. When we truly go after our goals and dreams in a way that is like I'm going to talk about, it doesn't just light up our goals. We don't just go towards that, but it actually impacts our relationships as well. They're interconnected, and that is really cool. So um, to, be, to answer your question, first, I want to share that oftentimes when I'm asked this question or when I began figuring this out, I tried to do the common approaches, Judy. So I was like, okay, I've I've got a book to write. I know I want to write my book. And I had a baby and a toddler and a preteen at home. And my life was so crazy, Judy, that sometimes I was literally writing my book on top of my laundry basket, which was unfolded. Of course it was, because that's the (laughs) season of life I was in. It was so crazy. But I wanted to stay connected with my kids. And I wanted to be passionately in love with my husband and write this book and all of the things. And so at first... I tried all the common approaches. I was like, okay, I'm going to Google balance and Google what this means. And the things that I found was these ideas around having more me time and just blocking out the same amount of time as I'm spending with my work and with my kids and with my husband and taking care of myself or things like shop therapy and all of that. And I can tell you that that did not lead to a great place, Judy. I mean, I'm no mathematician, but When I was taking up the traditional definition of balance, which is having things in equal proportion, I was feeling stressed out because there's, if I'm Mm. working eight hours a day, there's not eight hours a day to spend with my husband and eight hours a day for me time and eight hours a day for my kids. I ended up feeling stressed out, burnt out, resentful, and guilty. And so I'm so grateful for the system that, that I've created that helped me to be able to connect with my family in short bursts of time and to be able to work on my work in focused, intentional bursts of time as well. And so what I do to do that is something, actually, it begins with FIRE priorities. And this is something, it's an acronym that helped me to really stay connected with my family while I was on that mission. Does that make sense? And can I dive into that? Yeah, it does make sense. But I just want to share something there also because be doing the same thing, probably at different points in our lives. And, and you had, you know, a spouse, I did not. So I know that there's even more challenges for you and even more challenges for me because I didn't and you did. But what I always talk about is I don't believe at all that there's work-life balance, just like you're saying, you don't have 888, you can't do that. I believe it's harmony that you create. And when you create harmony, it's because you're present wherever you are. And for me, that's the only way that I can create any kind of balance is because I have harmony. Like right this minute, I am 100% present for you. Nothing else. 
It's just you and me. I am 100% present. So I feel like I am in perfect harmony. You know, 20 minutes from now, I can't tell you. But I know that right this moment, it makes me feel good because I know I'm, I'm present for you. So if you need me, I'm here. And that's what I have to do when my kids were little and I was by myself. I had to be present because if I wasn't present, they didn't have another pair of hands or eyes or ears. And so I learned that pretty quickly that I couldn't balance ours. I had to balance me. And for me, it was all about priorities and for harmony. Does that sound like it's something that you're in tune with? Oh my gosh. Yes, Judy. I love you're talking about that. You are singing to the choir. I love how you (laughs) describe that. And you can feel it. You know what's amazing? I mean, I've been on so many different interviews. You can feel when somebody's present and not. And I'm Mm -hmm. talking in this conversation. I can feel you're present. It's very tangible. And our kids can feel that too. So I love that you're talking about that. When you talked about harmony and really being present, it really is in alignment with what I believe are the three keys to balance, true balance. And when I'm talking about balance, I'm talking about a newly defined balance that's Mm -hmm. all about connection. And when you're talking about being present, that's really what this is about. I'd love to dive into those and then to share with you some of the the fire priorities of how it helps us to align to that. Would that be all right if we go? Sure, absolutely. So the three keys to, to real balance that we're talking about, we're redefining it. We're taking it back, Judy. We're taking it back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the, the first thing is to understand the number one is that balance is an illusion. Like you talked about, there is not the amount of hours in the day to have an equal proportion amount of time across the different roles that we play. It's just not possible. So when we begin to understand that that type of balance, that if we look it up in the dictionary and we follow some of the mom guilt that leads to that old definition of balance, it's just an illusion. What it's really about is connection. It's connection to ourselves, our best selves, to that higher power and to the person in front of us. The next thing is something called, how do we do that? And that's the second step is all about the fire connection. And Judy, when I say the fire connection, when you're talking about being present with the person in front of you, it's so much this, and this is how it happens. It's really about the connection to who our best self is, who the person is in front of us, and that higher power and whatever we believe that to be. And then the third step is fueling the fire. And that really means doing the things every day that's going to help us to be able to have that fire connection, to be able to be present with the person in front of us. Now, one of the ways that we can do that, that's really effective. One of the tools that I use, because earlier you asked me like tangibly, Connie, what would you do? How would you begin this process? And one of the things that I do when implemented correctly is called fire priorities and fire priorities is an acronym. And I I use acronyms because I believe that They help us to remember. Now, before I dive into fire priorities, I need to share with you how most women tend to prioritize. And I've asked so many women when I've done speaking and training, and I recently was on a conversation. I was being interviewed on the Association of Women, and I was in that conversation. I was, again, asking women, how do we normally prioritize? What's our default, ladies? And always, Judy, it's the same. Our default is that we put usually our kids first, then our business, then our partner if we have one, and then ourselves. And if you think about that default way of prioritization, 
it leaves us feeling stressed out, guilty, resentment, and overwhelmed. Often when I share this with women, and I know when I realize that, we can sometimes feel a little bit like, dang it, I don't want to feel guilty about that. But I truly believe that that default prioritization is actually not a bad thing. It's what's kept our babies alive. (laughs) You know, when we have little sweet little babies, they need so much of us. And so that instinct to take care of others is what has kept our babies alive. (laughs) And so Mm -hmm. it's okay. There's no guilt. There's no shame in that. That is what has allowed humanity to continue. However, for us to step beyond that and to step into a higher level of consciousness and to become who we're meant to be and to really be present, create the life we want, I believe that we need to take it to the next level. And taking it to the next level, for me, in my view, is fire priorities. So I'm going to dive into this real quick, unless you have something to add there. Well, I wanted to talk about connection because I think that all of this has to do with connection and connection is a basic human need. And today, more than ever, we need connection. We all know that. And one of the things about you, Connie, is that I love being around you and your energy is contagious. And I'm grateful that we're able to support each other. And people always tell me that they don't believe that there is such a thing as a strong connection online because you're just simply an acquaintance. And even though you and I have never actually met in person, I feel like I've known you forever, just like forever. And I think that we have a very powerful connection. And part of the question then when you were talking about connection and, and all of these great things that work with connection, do you believe that part of the balance that women are trying to create is enhanced by the fact that we have this reach across the globe, even if we've never met in person. Yes. Yes. Judy, I love that you're talking about that. And by the way, the feeling is so mutual. I just love, <laughs> I, my husband gets tired of hearing, oh, and another thing Judy said, oh my gosh. <laughs> he, yeah. He feels like he knows you too, Judy. It's funny. It really is because of that fire connection. Because when we're together, we're present with one another. We understand each other. So you said a couple things in there that I would love to unpack. One thing you said, is it that we need connection more now than ever? Yes, 100%, 100%, especially with what's happening in the world today. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that you said that was brilliant was, is it possible to connect with one another virtually and in this space? Can we even be more connected? And I would say to that, yes. When I think about my experience through you know, this global pandemic and what's happening in the world today. I have actually been connected with the top world leaders in the entire world, people like you, Judy, people that are changing the world. And I feel so connected to them. In fact, I can feel that we're moving towards a purpose that's united. Now, why can I feel like that? First of all, I know what it's like to not feel like that. I know what it's like to walk into a networking meeting or online Zoom conversation and feel so awkward and unconnected. And honestly, it drives me crazy because I crave connection. I'm not interested in disconnection. I have to connect. But there's some very tangible things that we can do to make that connection happen. And one of them is, like you said, being totally present. And the other truly is that fire connection. I mean, I've built relationships with world influencers that never should have talked to me. But it's because of that fire connection, understanding who I am on a divine level. There's something bigger for me to do. And by the way, you listening today, you, yes, I'm talking to you. 
You have a divine purpose. You are bigger than you see yourself in the mirror. You need to step into that. When you do, you begin to have different conversations with people. So that's the first step. And the second step is understanding the divine divinity of the person you're talking to. When I speak to you, Judy, man, I know who you are. I know you're this divine light. You're somebody that's changing the world. You're empowering leaders. You are just helping women to step into who we are meant to be in a leadership role. I see you. And also connecting to the divine source, whatever that means for you, God, Allah, universe, creator, whatever that is, understanding that there is a divinity that's connecting us. And when we can understand that and just be willing to open the conversation, man, that's when the magic happens. Mm, I totally agree with that. And I can also feel and hear the passion oozing out of you. So where does purpose and passion fit into all of this balance, harmony, whatever, the fire? Where does it come in and and why is it so important? Oh my goodness. I love your questions, Judy. It goes everywhere, (laughs) everywhere. And this is why I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission, Judy, because I see people, and this is how I felt when I got inspired to write my book. I knew I had to write it. The universe, whatever you believe in that higher power, told me, Connie, you got to write this book. This is the impression, the inspiration I got. I did not feel enough to do that. In fact, I was like, man, who's going to read this book? I'm not a writer. I'm not a blogger. This is not who I am. I did not feel up to the task. And in that moment, but I I knew I had to do it. And so in that moment, it was this conflict between I felt like I had to choose between my family and this mission I was being called to do. And Judy... I mean, I've seen it so many different places where families are being torn apart because we feel like we have to choose. And I am taking a stand in saying we do not need to choose. In fact, when I just think about it, it gives me goosebumps. Do you know how many entrepreneurs I have talked to or very driven women that have gone high in the career I've talked to that said, Connie, my relationship fell apart because I felt like I had to choose. And when we look at the statistics, the statistics are startling. We entrepreneurs are 10% more likely to face divorce. And I believe it's because of the entrepreneurial personality style, which exists in whether we're an entrepreneur or whether we're driven in a job that we're having that entrepreneurial spirit. And there's so many ways to prevent that. And the best way to prevent that is that understanding like you talk about that purpose and that passion. And I believe that it all starts in that fire within. And when I describe that fire within, Judy, I'm talking about that thing that you feel called to do, that thing that you're just inspired to do that lights you up. And the magic about that fire within is it doesn't burn you. It lights you up. It doesn't burn others. It lights them up. It's that energy that people feel that it's contagious, but in a really good way. It truly starts in you. And then it lights up your family. And then it lights up the community. And then it lights up the world. And I think that in the world today, we're being given a myth that we need to just light up the world. No, 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 no. It doesn't start like that. It starts with with you. You listening Mm. today, right here, right now, that fire that you have within you, it starts with you. And then it goes outwards. Yeah. And sometimes people think that when you say the world, you mean globally. Sometimes your world is right in front of you, right there. Just you and who's important. 
So what's a perfect day in the life of Connie Benjamin? Oh my gosh. (laughs) A perfect day is crazy, Judy. And I need to step into that and just be so transparent about that. It's okay. If it feels crazy sometimes, it's okay. So the perfect day is me aligning to the fire priorities. And I'm going to go through them really quick because I truly believe this. I align to my life to this. I live this. So fire priorities really quick help me to stay in alignment. The F stands for first creator. So when I implement that, that is me reading some sort of spiritual material first thing in the morning and meditating. Man, I've underestimated the power of meditation for so long, but that's what quiets my mind. As women, we can think so many things. It quiets my mind so I can receive the inspiration I need to receive. The I in fire priorities stands for inspired self-care. And Judy, I'm not talking about the kind of self-care we see in the movies with those cucumber Mm -hmm. things on people's eyes. I don't know anyone that does that. Who does that? I don't know. (laughs) If you meet someone, please let me know because I need to interview them about the benefits of the cucumber things on their eyes. I don't know. But I'm talking about that thing that fills our soul. So for me, that's journaling. I have specific Mm -hmm. questions I ask every day. Then the next part is R. And the R in fire priorities stands for relationship with your partner. And that is such a juicy one because that means connecting with our partner. Doesn't need to take long. Often when I share this, women look up at me like, Connie Benjamin, you are crazy. I do not have time for one more thing. No, no, no. I'm talking about connecting in a moment. And the E stands for engage kids. And what that's about is what you're talking about, Judy, being present with our kids. When we are truly present, we give them our hearts. We have their heart and it doesn't take a long time. It just takes a moment. So that, that's how my day begins. And then honestly, I love spending time outside and I love working in bursts of time, setting a timer, working for 45 minutes, and then taking an energy break, whether that's jumping around or chasing my kids around, whatever that is, and then going right back to it. That's the perfect day, being connected with the people I love, doing work that inspires me and supporting my mission, which is to help entrepreneurs to create passionate, loving relationship while they're living their mission through their business. Love, love, love it. Love it. Okay. So how can our listeners connect with you to get part of your energy and to really understand about, you know, your firepower? Because it's huge. So where can they find you? What's the best way? Well, the best way is to grab a copy of my book because I want to give your amazing listeners a copy of my book for free. It's an ebook you can just get. So you can pick that up at myfirewithin.com slash free book, myfirewithin.com slash free book, and then just grab that women with fire book. The other way is reach out to me on email or social media. I'm across social media, but my email is connie at myfirewithin.com. I love to hear from people. I truly love to connect. And I'm so grateful for this conversation. Well, I want to thank you for sharing the mic with me because I know how busy you are and I love spending time with you. I'm excited we are connected. I'm excited for whatever happens next. So thank you so, so much. Thank you so much, Judy. Okay, and I want to leave everyone with this quote from Jana Kingsford. She says, balance is not something that you find. It's something you create. I thank you all for listening to our discussion where we share some extraordinary guests, some ideas for your business and ways to stand out as the amazing women that you are. Then make sure you stay connected with us. And remember, women want to be treated equally, not identically. Until next time, this is Selling in a Skirt with Judy Hoberman on C-Suite Radio. 
This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.